When he turned his back from shoulder to shoulder, it looked like as wide as the tailgate of a truck. And this darkness, literal darkness, just came like all over, just, just all over me except where I was standing. This thing let out the most blood-curdling, mind-blowing, spine-tingling scream that you've ever heard in your life, and it cut through me like a knife. And I knew that they were going to take me. I just knew it. And then the next thing I can remember is being levitated. Well, when I look in there, uh, I see two big eyes staring back at me. Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Bump Podcast, a place for the believers of the unexplained, monsters, and paranormal. Join us, and we'll go face-to-face with what goes bump in the night. Go to thebumppodcast.com and check out the newest edition. I got the Bump Podcast store up and running on the website now. So if you're looking for some merchandise, some swag, stickers, mugs, shirts, whatever you want, I got it. It's going to keep growing. I'm going to have something for everybody on there, for you or a loved one, for a gift. Um, Got tons of stuff already on the store. Got more coming. I've designed everything myself. I put a lot of love into this, a lot of time into this, and prices are very affordable, okay? So go to thebumppodcast.com, go to the shop tab, and find something for yourself today. Treat yourself. Hey there, believers. I got a lot of fun for you today. Um, We're going to do it a little bit different than usual. I have two guests coming on. First half is going to be with Ted. Uh, Ted was originally from uh, southern West Virginia, really close to to my home, and he's moved down uh, to the Carolinas since then. But he shares a story that happened to him when he was younger um, that gives you chills, man. It's It's a good paranormal encounter. If you like to get scared, this one will do it for you. Also, uh, he talks about some, some possible Sasquatch activity that went on. Then after, after the break, after the commercials, we talk to Alan, who is down in South Carolina, and he's a member of Carolina Bump. It's a paranormal and Bigfoot research group that uh, asked for permission to use the Bump, Bump name, and I was honored to let them do that. Um, they, you know, they check in with me and tell me what's going on down there in the Carolinas. I'm, it's a lot of fun. I really love it. Um, if you guys remember Tommy Ray from a past episode, he's part of the group too. So check it out. Um, Alan goes into some things that, that he's experienced before some, some with Tommy Ray. So they, we talk about the Brown mountain lights. We talk about some possible Sasquatch activity, uh, real good show. All around a lot of fun, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, how's it going? Doing good. How y'all doing? Doing good, buddy. I see that West Virginia beanie. Yeah, I wasn't going to come on here without it. I, I didn't know you were going to do a, a Zoom. I thought you were going to call me, but I was watching some of your stuff on uh, YouTube, and I said, uh, well, if he's going to put me put my mug <laughs> up there, I got to have my, my Mountaineer cap on. There you go. Now, look, we don't have to do the video if you don't want to, um, as far as sharing it goes. But it, this way, when I do Zoom, the sound is so much better than when I use my phone. That phone, right. sometimes it sounds like you're in a hallway or something. Yeah. <coughs> well, what I usually do, um, I usually just let people introduce themselves. You, know, you can say where you're from or where your experience happened or whatever, and then just go that's telemarketers calling me if you heard the phone uh then just go into whatever you want to talk about you can start at the beginning and work your way up all right uh whatever you want to do man it's just, the floor is yours well um my name's ted 
Uh, I grew up in Boone County, uh, which is right next to you there in Logan. Um, I'm living in North Carolina now. Um, I'm not sure what all you want to hear from me as far as that goes. Um, I don't, I, I don't want to say all I'm saying here is that these things happen and right. I can't explain them. I, I'm not saying this is, you know, this was that and definitely 100. I don't know what it was. Um, I used to watch these shows, still watch them, but I, I used to watch them with my daughter when she was little, all these different shows and they're, they're entertaining, but I, I would always try to explain to her, you know, that there's so a lot of times this stuff can be explained and some of these guys are just kind of scaring themselves. Yeah. But, you know, I have had, I've experienced some things, a few that I just don't know what it was. Um, and the first, the first thing I can remember when I was six years old, our house burned down and my dad had bought us a single wide trailer to live in while they were building our new house. And I was, you know, as a typical layout in, in this trailer, you, you go in through the front door to the left is a kitchen, the hallway and other bedrooms to the right is a, another bedroom and a bathroom. So my bedroom was to the right at the end of the trailer. There were two windows, one on each side, there was no window at the, at the end of the trailer. So my bed is along that wall with my foot pointing to one window, my head to the other. And, it, you know, it was daylight. I woke up and I, I could smell that my mother was cooking breakfast. And I was just laying in the bed with my back to the wall, waiting on her to call me for breakfast. And, uh, I just, I felt this hand on my shoulder and, and you know, the fingers, they, they felt very long, thin, and, and it wasn't grabbing me. It was just touching me, just laid his hand on my shoulder. And this voice said, you don't get to go. Mm. And I rolled over and there's nothing there, nothing. And you know, it, it, it freaks me out to this day, Yeah, you know, and I, I've heard since uh, other tales about sleep paralysis, and I sure hope that's what it was. You know, uh, it, it it freaked me out. Sure did. Um, so, I mean, that that's, I, I can't explain that. I don't know what it was. Sleep paralysis shouldn't talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I, I've heard him say that, you know, you can hallucinate and different things like that if you're in that state. Yeah. But to me, I felt like I was awake. Um, I, I'm sh in my mind, I'm sure that I was wide awake. Yeah. Um, but it, it, that's probably the creepiest thing that's ever happened to me. Well, had uh, anything happened on that property before? Like, not I, that I know, I know that. of. Yeah. Uh, the house that burned was an older house. And my dad had bought it from, from the family that built the house. Um, I'm not aware of anything ever happening on that property. Yeah. Hmm. yeah that, is, um, that is scary as I, I couldn't imagine, especially being a little kid. It'd be scary as an adult, man. It was but... daylight, you know, and mom was right there because I didn't waste any time getting to her. <laughs> uh. Man. But, uh, you know, that, that, that was all that happened at that time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, since I, I emailed you, I did happen to, when, when you and I first started uh, talking about doing this, I said, well, I don't really have much anything, but the more I thought about it, there, there are a couple things um, that, that have occurred. Um, and it, in the email, I told you that there, there used to be uh, uh, some public land in Boone County, Fort Creek. 
uh, it was in Nellis area, you know, it's public hunting and fishing. Yep. And when we were kids, we were over there constantly hunting, fishing. There's a couple ponds over there, creeks and stuff to play in. Um, I was, it was probably like 83, 84, because I was in high school still. And it was gun season, deer season. So around Thanksgiving. And I was there, we were spending a week uh, with one of my friends and his uncle. And we, we were hunting and they came back that day saying that, that someone had been up there throwing rocks at them. Um, we just figured, you know, it's, it's a hunter trying to run them out of their spot. And I don't know if it's the same day, the next day, but at some point during that week, I'm sitting on a ridge line hunting and, you know, it's downhill in front of me, it's downhill behind me. And uh, the old rhododendron, old laurel bushes, they're thick in there. But the, the ridge line is pretty, uh, pretty clear. And I hear this cracking and popping behind me. And I turn around, I look, and I see this, this flat piece of shale rock about the size of a football. Maybe a quarter inch, half inch thick, something like that. And it's sailing through the trees. And, you know, I can hear the bouncing off the limbs and stuff. And it came from behind me down over the hill. Um, and I still, I thought, you know, somebody just chucking rocks at us. But I didn't smell nothing. I didn't see nothing. I didn't hear nothing. Just that rock coming through the trees. Yeah. But, it, you know, it kind of creeped me out a little bit. So I left. I, I just went back to the cabin. And I never thought anything other than that was somebody throwing a rock at me till I got older and I started watching finding Bigfoot and they're talking about Bigfoot's throwing rocks at people. And I think the most likely explanation is that somebody chucked a rock at me. But then there's, you know, I, I've never seen a Bigfoot, never heard a Bigfoot, but I believe in the possibility that such a creature could exist because these tales go back you know, thousands of years and either these people were seeing something or they're lying. And I, right. I just find it hard to believe that they're all lying. Right. Um, I mean, that was all that happened that day. Well, I don't, I don't know. I, it, it would be nice if you could say it was just somebody throwing rocks, but I don't know who would be on public hunting, you know, on public hunting grounds, throwing rocks at people with a gun. Well, with a gun. And, <laughs> Yeah. And it was, it was not in the same spot they were. It was in the same kind of area, but it's a different yeah. spot on the mountain. Uh, and the height that it was coming through those trees, they, whoever chucked it, chucked it pretty good. I mean, it wasn't a huge rock, but, uh, you know, you had to put some force behind it to get it that high in the trees coming up the hill from, from where it was thrown. So, um yeah if it was a, going downhill that would be a little better but uphill that's a that's a good throw man <laughs> yeah yeah um well now it, it didn't come anywhere near me um it was off you know i don't know probably 25 30 yards away from me yeah. but i could hear it bouncing off those tree limbs as it came crashing through there Wow. Well, you know, there's um, people that in every county down here, people are starting to come out of the woodwork talking about their having experiences that they can't explain, whether it's paranormal or they think it's Sasquatch or some people think it's a yeah. paranormal Sasquatch. You know, it's, it's hard to tell what's going on, man. Right. Um, yeah, that, that was that was odd. Um, but again, you know, I didn't, I didn't really think anything about it until later, years later. And I thought, you know, you just, you just, you just wonder, you know, if they, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
I was trying to think, uh, I can't remember what all I'd, I'd put in my email. I, I know I put those two stories in there. You did. Um, another one that comes to mind, and this, I, I don't know that I can think of anything other than this. But this, uh, this happened when I was probably in my 20s. And I was working for a landscaping company in Charleston. I don't recall exactly where we've been working that day, but uh, me and another guy were coming back home uh, down Bruneland Road. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that or not. It runs from Quarter G. Um, you kind of pick it up around Allen Creek area, and it cuts through. And, you know, it, just get, it gets progressively smaller and smaller and smaller. It starts out as a two-lane road. Then it goes to a one-lane road. Then, you know, it's just tar and gravel with no lines painted on it. And it's so narrow that if two cars pass, each car has got to drop a set of wheels off the edge of the road to pass yep. each other. There, there are several places, you know, where there's turnouts where people will just pull off. But, you know, you live there. You, you understand what I'm how it is. Yeah. Um, so me and this other guy, we're coming back from work and it's it's probably about six o'clock in the evening but it's late in the year because it's dark already and we see a car coming at us so i drop off you know my wheels off one side of the road this car is probably 50 100 yards away from us coming towards us and all of a sudden the headlights on this car together they start bouncing up and down. Like they're going two or three foot in the air, just bouncing up and down, bouncing up and down. Like, you know, you see these guys that got the hydraulics on their car. That's kind of yeah. what it makes you think of. And they kept bouncing and they bounced right off the road, right on down the riverbank, right on it, you know, towards the river. And we thought a car had crashed. So we got up there and got out and there's absolutely nothing, nothing. We, we, couldn't see a thing and we even came back that next morning and looked again and couldn't find anything i have no explanation for that at all uh, that sounds like you saw like what they call ghost lights you know where maybe you were in the area where there's there may have been an accident at one point and you're seeing it you know play out again if you believe in that kind of thing, I, I do. Well, I, don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I, I, and like, again, I'm not saying, you know, that it, it was anything paranormal. I'm saying, I don't know what it was, but I saw it. Yeah. Um, like, uh, you know, I told you, I, I was always telling my daughter, a lot of times there can be an explanation for these things. And if I can give you an example of that, uh, I was working here in North Carolina and um, me and another guy are in the car, we're driving, driving through town and it's duskish, you know, there's still plenty of daylight left. We see, you ever seen a baby penguin on one of these nature <laughs> shows, you know, this yeah. dirty light brown collar about a foot high or so. Yep. We see this critter running across the road and it looks like, I mean, it's the same size and shape of what I would expect a baby penguin to be and it's about the same color. And we're talking to each other as this thing's going across four lanes of traffic. What is that? You see that, what is it? And it hit the curb and fell over and it was a hubcap, but it wow. just had the perfect wobble that it created yeah. that that illusion and if you know if there had not been that curb there if it had just been a grassy bank and it went down we would have went to our graves swearing up down we saw some weird little critter run across the road in front of us yeah yeah that's a that's a perfect example of <laughs> but i i don't know what those things were but they did happen and i can't explain yeah and i think that's all i got for you unless you got some questions for me well, you know, just just some things that you kind of already answered, like when uh, you felt that hand on you and it said, you don't get to go. 
Did you? Uh, I don't know where that came from. I can't, you know, I never really spoken publicly about any of that stuff before. Um, I did put some questions in um, some kind of website asking if anybody else had ever experienced anything like that. And, you know, and, and all you get is junk. Yeah. Um, so I don't, you know, and the people that I have shared this with, they're like, well, were you planning on going anywhere? No, I mean, you know, I had no idea what was meant by that. <laughs> but you did go oh, then. Didn't you? I sure did. Quick. <laughs> well, I know you said you could smell breakfast. Did you smell, was there any kind of other odor? You know, because a lot of times they associate something mean or evil with like a foul smell. No, you know? I, I, I don't, I don't recall anything like that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it, it was just a one-off incident. You never had any kind of haunted activity in your house or. Not, no, not that I ever experienced, but I, I can tell you one more now that I'm thinking of it. My wife's downstairs. If I don't tell you this, she'll never forgive me. Um, <laughs> we got married in 2011 and we went to, we went on our honeymoon to Savannah, Georgia. Uh, and we took a tour of the Sorrel Weed House. Uh, are you familiar with that at all? It's supposed to be the most haunted house in um, Georgia. No. And Ghost Hunters did their first Halloween special from there. Okay. So we got married in November. So there's nobody else there. It's my wife and I and the tour guide. And that's it. Um, I had an old flip phone. And I didn't tell her anything. I just started recording as, you know, they're the tour guides giving a little history of the house and stuff. Yeah. Um, we got back to the hotel that night. Um, she started listening and she's like, oh, my God, we got something. And you can clearly hear a voice as our tour guide is speaking, say, get off of me. And you wow. can hear the voice continue to talk as the tour guide's talking. But we've never been able to, to <clears throat> excuse me, make out what else he was saying um i still got the phone but you know it's a this is 2011 flip phone so right well that's awesome though to pick up an evp yeah. while you're in that haunted location how do yeah. you think they can how do you think they get to talk through through electronics like that man i have no idea that's above my pay grade uh, <laughs> same here <man. laughs> yeah. um but we sure did uh I, I i i wouldn't begin to even guess as to how they can do that yeah i guess where they're uh, i suppose yeah. an energy yeah they're an energy and they're traveling through energy i think i think you froze up on me hey Ted, can you hear me All right. Can you, there? can you hear me now? Yeah, I, I can yeah. hear you now. All right. I think we froze up for a second. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like, I guess, where ghosts are energy, you know, they, they can travel through electrical things or whatever. I know I've had some stuff happen with this show already a few times. Like, I'll hear a voice when there's not supposed to be somebody else's voice. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I was of... I, I, I was trying to catch up because I just found your podcast and I was trying to catch up on episodes and I was I was listening to the lady who was um, the uh, um, worked at the sorority house, the sorority, the house mother. Yeah. And she talked about the male ghost in there. And I thought, man, what a rotten way to spend eternity as a ghost in a sorority house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that just be the worst? <laughs> oh, goodness, all them college girls making all that noise in there. It'd be awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to go. Huh? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, Ted, I appreciate you telling me your stories, man. Uh, well, shedding some insight of what what goes on. I knew I knew you had stuff worth talking about. You try to downplay it, but that's well, you know I, I listen to these people come on these shows and they talk for hours and they got such good stories and mine are just you know just a little short. This happened. I can't explain it. Well, see that's that usually makes the best stuff because 
this kind of thing happens to a lot of people and they try to write it off. But when, you know, somebody like you want to come forward and you'll, you'll share, Hey, well, this happened to me. Then boom, boom, boom. Everybody else wants to start talking about it. Well, yeah, maybe, I do that with, I'd be interested to know if anybody else got grabbed when they were six years old, <laughs> they're, they're not going either. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you never know what we're going to, we'll get some kind of feedback. And if I hear anything, I'll, I'll try to bring them on the show or at least shoot you an email and let you know what they're telling me. But uh, yeah, man, it was good talking to you. Good talking to you. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for coming on, man. All right. All right. You have a good evening. You too. I don't know how to do this. I got you, brother. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You too, man. Later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're looking for the ultimate gear in EDC or survival, go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com and check them out. Um, I've had Chris on the show a couple of times. It's his business. It's veteran-owned. Every component of every product is 100% made in America. Plus, you get packs that, that have the coolest names ever, You know, like the Rock Ape or the Minahuni. Go check out SquatchSurvivalGear.com. Uh, use promo code BUMP10 and save 10% off of any product site-wide. Hello. Hey, what's going on, brother? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. All right. How's it going, How are you man? doing? Yeah, I'm doing you? all right. I'm doing all right. Just had a little dinner and settled in after work. Oh yeah. Ready to talk about some weird stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. So you up there in North Carolina? No, I'm uh I'm in West Virginia. I'm uh Logan okay. County down in the coal fields. I got you. So how do you know Tommy Ray? Actually, I met him on Facebook because he was a Bigfoot hunter. And um, so a buddy of mine, I also met on Facebook, wanted to start like Bigfoot hunting and stuff. And uh, he got me in touch with Tommy and we just gone from there. So he's, he's a pretty good old dude. Yeah, he is, man. I like him. I'm getting, uh, I had a couple of buddies of mine that I used to go to school with. Actually, I had them both on the show already. They, uh, they uh-huh. asked me, they asked me about a week ago if I want to go out on a couple of trips with them and start up a group. So I think we're going to get into that this spring a little bit. So I'll probably be posting stuff about that too. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, I only been out, um, maybe three times. Now the first one I went out was um with by pure uh, you know pure chance. I mean we was up in um you have you ever heard of Brown Mountain the Brown Mountain Lights North Carolina? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we was up we was up there at, at Brown Mountain, and um I used to go there when I was little all the time with my parents, mm-hmm. and they used it used to be like overlooked. And also, I took the wrong road and went up the other side of Brown Mountain. It was on a, um, I want to say a little ATV trail or something. It was on top of the mountain. And, uh, well, my truck was a two by four, not a four by four. So we <laughs> parked and actually got, got off. I'm thinking it's only, you know, maybe a mile down, down the trail or something. But it started getting dark, so we turned around, come back in, or come out to the truck, and uh, I don't know, 
we started, I started walking fast. I heard something behind us. I said, stop for a minute. And uh, I told the person I was with, I'm like, let's, uh, I want to try something. Walk slow and stop. Well, we walked slow, stopped, and we got, you know, walked a little faster and stopped. And whatever's behind us, it, it, you know, mocked us the same. I mean, it done everything the same. And uh, you was asking about smell earlier. It had a, a pungent smell. That's how close it must have been to us. Yep. And we kept on walking, and uh, I mean, it's a smell you'll never forget. What does it uh, smell like? With five many. That, that that's hard because I mean, it caught I caught the whiff of it. It not really like a wet dog, but almost like a wet dog type deal. It stunk. Yeah. It. I mean, it's it's wild. Yeah. But we were probably like t- we were probably like ten yards from the truck, and um, I said, "All right, let's go a little faster, get onto the truck." And uh, we and by then, doing those like little tests I was doing, you know, walking fast, slowing down, walking fast, it was following us, and you know, I started getting excited. I, I kind of knew what it was. <laughs> yeah. And and the person I was with didn't have a clue so i didn't want to say nothing to them and like i said when I, when I parked my truck on top of that mountain it's a like i said a little atv trail out which i didn't know so there's like i had to like park it like on the side of the mountain almost like a little park area parking area mm-hmm. that thing come up behind us walked two-legged i mean i swear on the side of the mountain walked two-legged and got up in front of my truck I hit my lights. I couldn't see it, but I knew oh. it was there. Man, and that's that's the first encounter I ever had, and that was that was pretty exciting. Yeah, no doubt. I'm sure that got you hooked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, it, that one really did. My, but growing up, my daddy used to travel all through North Carolina as a salesman. Mm-hmm. And he used to tell me all kinds of stories that his customers would tell him about Bigfoot. And, you know, I mean, I was, you know, a little kid then, but, but then that happened to me. I'm like, oh, man. Then probably about a year or so ago, I actually went out into a field with somebody. When, um, it, you know, it's about like right now, dark, getting dark, darkish. We, yeah. started a, we started a campfire. Didn't really hear too much, heard some like, I said dogs, or not really cows, but like a dog sound way off in the distance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the fellow I went out with, you know, cluing me in, like, that's what they do. A lot of times they mock animals or dogs. Yeah. And, uh, well, we let the fire die down. And then you really hear, like, something. Oh, it sounded to me like somebody belly crawling. Not just one, it like it sounded like a couple of them, like belly crawling up to, I guess, see what, what we was doing or something. Oh, wow. I mean, it was wild. And when the fire lit back up, everything got, you know, real still again. Yeah. And before it turned nighttime, we was actually walking off the, you know, off the trail a little bit. We saw like trail markers. And this was up there in, um, the Uari forest. And they said, I was up, you know, they said that's a hotbed for them up in that area. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard about that. Man alive. And, yeah. Huh? Are you going back up? Are you going back up there? I want, I want to, I want to, I want to get back up there pretty soon. Now I got a sister that lives like 45 minutes from there. If that long, which I've been trying to talk to her about maybe going up there with me too. So she's, yeah. Knows that a little bit, you know, a little bit more than I do. Is she yeah, a believer? I'm, I'm, uh, not really. Yeah. She, I mean, she knows I am. And, you know, hell, my whole family knows I am. But she's <laughs> not really. But I point out some things. I'm like, well, next time you're out, 
walking them trails, look for this, look for that, you know, like little signs that I've always always told about, you know, heard about. Let's see if you don't see something, you know. Yeah. But yeah, That'd I mean but that night that night on Brown Mountain, like I said, we was on on top of that mountain and we was actually going to see you know the ghost lights. What they say over the spirit lights. Yeah, have, have you ever seen those? I'm like I did when I was little because, like I said, we used to go camping up there all the time when I was little. And uh, they used to take us over there. My mom and dad used to take us, take me and my buddies over there to see them. So I've seen them a couple of times. But, but you know, as, as it happened, when we went up there that last time, that's why I got lost. And I stopped at a little store. I said, oh, is this right? You know, if you make a turn here, go right road, you'll see the, you know, the National Forest sign to get into it. So that's when we actually winded up on top of that, on top of the mountain to go down into the valley of it. Yeah. But, but like I said, I didn't have a four, four by four to actually get down to the other side. So we started walking this for getting dark. I'm like, well, let's just turn around and go back. Cause we have, we didn't have any flashlights or anything on us. Man. That yeah. Been rough, but <laughs> you don't want to get stuck up there. Yeah. You want to get the wrong, wrong kind of light to guide you home with. Yeah, I know. I mean, it was, I mean, it wasn't scary to me. I mean, once I, I was, I've always been into, into that, you know, the lights and stuff like that. Yeah. But what, uh, what got me was, you know, like somebody was following now i was talking to a, another person who actually does the hunting or yeah. research per se he said yeah he said that was a, that, he said that was a telltale sign of them actually escorting you on out the out the park they didn't want you there yeah like, oh yep. i didn't know that you know when i was in high school I used to have the same kind of thing happen. We lived, we lived in like a, I, I, as much as you can call it community around here, you know, there's a bunch of houses around, um, yeah. one side, one side's the river or Creek and the other side's the mountain. But you know, there's a bunch of houses in that little community. I lived in a little trailer up beside the mountain and we'd go to school in the morning, you know, it'd still be dark and walking all the way down that, you know, it was about a, about a hundred yard driveway you had to walk out of. And over there on that mountainside, me and my brother would hear something walking, just like you're talking about. It would pace us. And if we would take off running, it would take off running. If we stopped dead in our tracks, you could hear like one or two steps, and then it would stop. You know, so we, we would try to yeah. trick it. But we never did get to see what it was. Bigfoot wasn't even on my mind back in the 90s. You know, I, you know, I believed in it, but I figured that's a, a Northwest problem. I, I didn't think about Bigfoot, but uh oh yeah and it was that same mountainside that i heard some crazy screams and stuff when i tried to go squirrel hunting with my stepdad one year uh I, yeah i really think that they do pace with us they i don't know what their intention is or if they're just trying to see how close they can get or what but yeah i know what you're talking I, about man for sure i've always heard they're, they're real curious of us mm -hmm. that um that they like to watch us yeah, yeah this, there's some other you know, people I've talked to that um, that they'll get up near us, but yet you can't see them because that they're so well camouflaged, or yeah. you know, with their color where they blend in and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, I mean that was now Brown Mountain stuck out to me more than when I went to Urari. Now Urari, like I said, we had some little this and that's happening you know like like i said the belly crawling and we had some eye shine up there did you and um yeah we caught it up, caught it on camera which i don't have the camera but the guys with caught it on camera camera the eye shine and um and one time i was we was up there another time i swear we heard like a big old tree limb or maybe an old tree just, you know, just snap. 
I mean, yeah. it, I mean it, it was that close to us. And I kind of jumped and looked. I'm like, what was that? He said, well, that's a tree snapping. I'm like, yeah, I know that. Yeah. He said, it could be around here because when we was leaving, going down off that mountain in Uruari, I got to look on the ground because, you know, at that time, I did have flashlights and all that. And like, like knuckle prints in the, like in the, in the trail, you know, like something was squat, uh, squatting down, looking, looking up where was really? that? Yeah. Man. Now that, that was, that was neat. Now that I, that's shit, that's, didn't you have pictures um, of the um, trail markers? You did. You did. I can now that that last pit that last picture is the, the grainy picture. That was um two trees, and you had like that little outline of a figure there. Yeah, we caught that. I think we caught that one the first night we was there. The first time I was there. Yeah, I see that now. Yeah, I mean. It, that, it kind of looks like a maybe a brush or something, but it yeah. was just kind of odd. That is because they caught that. I'll whenever I post this video, uh, I'll share these pictures. I'll I'll add them to our conversation so everybody can see them too. Okay, it's definitely you know these aren't natural by any means. You know, somebody or something looks like they made almost like a lean to or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's wild, man. And now, that, look, that was, with, that was, huh? With those brown mountain lights, I uh a lot of people, I don't know, do you listen to Sasquatch Chronicles? I catch them on and off. I mean, I listen okay. to a lot of my podcasts while I'm at work, so Yep. Well, Wes Germer, uh he talks about he's had a lot of people tell him there's a whenever they see a, a bigfoot or they have a bigfoot experience kind of like what you had up there yeah. that a lot of times people also see orbs of light or balls of light and that just makes me wonder you know those brown mountain lights what if they're connected to bigfoot or maybe they always have been you know yeah true i don't know you know i don't know what bigfoot is i don't know there's so many things, man. So many people talk about, you know, you know, a lot of people believe it's it's a big hairy ape, and a lot of people believe, you know, everything else you could imagine. Even you know, if it's paranormal or an alien or what. But I don't even know what to believe anymore because I I'm just confused at this point. I've I've heard so many people talk about it. I don't even know what to think. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I try to pick out just stay with with the Bigfoot stories. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and you're right there with those lights too. Do, yeah, I what, mean, what do you think those are? Those see, lights. That's, that's not that's not the first time I've heard heard stuff about that. I was on a listening to a, a podcast, or actually interacting with the podcast um, last weekend, and somebody mentioned something about that about orbs being around. You know when Bigfoot's around or something, the orbs were yeah. floating around. And, you know, that's the first time I ever really heard it. You know, I heard somebody talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, it gets kind of wild, man. I don't know. You know, I believe in a lot of stuff, obviously. I do this show. I talk about everything. But one of my first thoughts is, you know, maybe those lights aren't associated with Bigfoot. Maybe that's something else that's checking out Bigfoot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe, you know, or maybe, uh, maybe it's all just a bunch of spirits and we're just seeing shadow figures and, and ghosts. Uh, who knows, man? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I, um, I've always heard about Brown Mountain Lights. I might have a story mixed up. It was, I think the, the lights were, I think the, the, Native American men went off to fight a battle or something and never mm -hmm. came back. And that, and that was the wise spirits. I think roaming the mountains looking for them. Oh, wow. But then again, I, but then again, I can't remember if it's the, the men coming back from the war 
or or wherever they went to and got lost i mean i I've, i mean i heard both both tales of it, so i really don't know yeah the true thing of the brown mountain wise but but it was, it was pretty wild yeah i love all those kind of legends man and these mountains oh, yeah. you know uh, these mountains here are so old you know <coughs> Appalachia is a like a billion years old or something like that. They say so. Yeah, they've seen they've seen some stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's and there's oh, yeah. there's so much room for there to be a creature the size of Bigfoot over here on this side of the country that people don't even realize. Uh, no, you know we have a uh, a state park here in Logan County where I live at, and it looks like just a little day park. You know, for people to go ride around. And there's a little campground up there in it and stuff, but that park is 4,000 acres wow. and no, nobody goes into about 3000 of them. You know, there's just yeah. little hiking trails that maybe 10 people a year might go to some of these places. If that, I, I doubt even that. Oh, yeah. So there's, there's plenty of room for whatever wants to hide here, you know, and that's, and that's right here in the middle of the County not counting yeah. stepping off the side of the road and you got nothing but the woods for 10 miles, one direction. Uh, well, you know, well, you know, down here been in South Carolina. I mean, we're right. Oh, well, you know, we're the foothills. Yeah. And so we're right. Maybe uh, 30, 40 minutes to get to the mountains from where I'm at. So it's not yeah. hard to get up there, you know? Yeah. And they even said they're in Bigfoot, uh, Bigfoot's, down the lower part of the state of South Carolina. Oh, I'm sure. I know, I'm sure. Well, I know they talked about the lizard man. I, I know you heard about him, right? The lizard the, man? Yes. Down have in Bishopville? Had, yeah. Have, have you had any encounters with that? Or you want to tell the story about the lizard man? Uh, no, I mean, I don't know the whole story. I've never, I never been to Bishopville. I've been bothered by I've never really been to it, but I think it I think they said the first tale of it was back in the late 80s or in the 90s, where a guy was changing his tire on the side of the road and, the, and that creature popped up and come after him. Yeah, man. And then um then I was watching actually I was watching something on YouTube, um some creature show on YouTube, and they was talking about interviewing a a lady and her husband where that where that thing just destroyed the front of their car. Like it come oh, to their house and just tore the whole front up front of it up and all that crazy stuff man but yeah i thought i told Tommy, i said hey we gotta go down there too <laughs> <laughs> i said if we don't get it. this thing going let's go go down there too that's yeah. it that's it yeah i come down to south carolina about once a year i do the typical west virginia move man we come down there for myrtle beach uh <laughs> oh yeah myrtle beach <laughs> Yeah, right in the middle of summer. Right, well, usually like the first week or so of August, we come down there and hang out for a little while and act like we know what we're doing on the beach, and then we go back to the mountain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, you ever you ever come around Spartanburg Granville area? You know, I don't think so. I'm not real familiar with anything off the off that main drag, but okay. I'm I'm up for a road trip from while I'm down there. We're going down there. Uh, I think it's the second week of summer or of, of August this year. Maybe you can show me around or something, man. Yeah. Well, I get Tommy uh, help out too. I mean, him and Josh, we'll show you, show you, show you around a little bit. That'd be awesome. But if we go up oh, Brown yeah. mountain, you, you better take a four wheel drive. If we go up there, man, <laughs> <laughs> I know Josh has got a four wheel drive. I'm not sure. I don't think Tommy's no Tommy's got a car. Does he? So I'll jump in palling pal uh Josh's truck. Hey, that'd be fine with me, but that'd be fun, wouldn't it? That'd be something to do. Yeah, well, I I've been wanting to go back up to Brown Mountain anyway. Yeah. Now have you and Tommy trying, gotten together I've, yet? I've been to his house a few times, but we hadn't actually gone out gone out yet. Yeah. But they with, with, uh about two weeks ago was all supposed to meet up and go out but i had that i had a that covid test done for yeah. safe reasons so i couldn't make that trip but well i was told they want to spy some potential areas nice. so 
So hopefully we're going to all get together. I'm hoping the next couple of weeks just to get out, go see them and try to track something. Heck yeah, man. You you guys got to let me know. Let me know if you see anything or call me while you're out. Oh, if yeah. you have cell phone service, you know, holler oh, yeah. at me. Oh yeah. Well, well. Yeah. Last time I talked to Tommy, he said he was, uh, he was coming up with a name for the group. You know, he wanted to do something, yeah. something fun with it. He's man. He's a hoot. I'll, I like talking to him. It's last time I talked to oh, him, yeah. he was work, he was working security for a little while, so he had a little bit of downtime to talk. Oh boy, let me tell you about that place he he worked at there. I went up there one time, you know, at nighttime with him, just hang out with him. Yeah, this is no lie. This is no lie. I don't know what it was. It could be the wind. It could have been something else, but. They was building um, oh, storage units, and we parked up on the one that, where you know that hadn't been finished yet. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was sitting out in our chairs, up under it. I swear, on the back of backside of the building, sounded like somebody was taking hammers all the way up and down the whole building. No, and then they was sitting there again, and it sounded like somebody was walking on the gravel, and there was nobody there. And wow. then what they show, he said, I, I told Tom, I said, what was that? He said, what'd you hear? I'm like, uh, I heard somebody walking. He said, I did too. And there was nobody there. I mean, we walked, you know, walked the whole area. There was nobody there. And, you know, it was out there just shooting, just shooting stuff. And, um, and uh, there was like a, you know, a trailer where guys kept, kept their tools in. Mm-hmm. I happened to look up. I saw a shadow person their head around that trailer and i'm like the fell at my chest said, tommy look at there uh, i don't i don't know if he saw it or not but we we circled that trailer just to to make sure you know there was nobody there messing with us man was, See, that, he, told, he told me that place was haunted man and you you just confirmed it right there dude i mean oh. that, i mean that was the first time I was up there too. I mean, I, I went up there like two or three other times, but that was the first night I was up there. And that happened. I'm like, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> then the second time, I, this is wild. I mean, the second time I was up there, it was like a you know a clear night. You know, man, Tommy, you know, he's a, what, a survivalist or whatever. He mm-hmm. knows the stars and all that. He's out there, you know, explaining to me about the stars, the shape of, you know, how you find your way home and all that. We get looking out, like, out toward, this is on up past Spartanburg. So we was looking out direction, back towards Spartanburg. I looked at Tommy, I said, look up in the sky. Tell me what you think that is. It was a light, a ball of light that was jumping around all over. Wow. I'm like, that's no airplane. I said, that's no airplane. And that is no, uh, no helicopter, meteorites, or nothing. I said, I don't know what that is. We stood there probably about 10, 15 minutes watching that thing. Really? It was jumping yeah. around. Yeah. It was wild. If you if you talk to him again, ask him. I will. I want to ask him and about I, that. I probably. Like I said, that was the second time I was out there with him. I mean, it. Cause he was showing me like the constellations and all that. Yeah. And I pointed out. He, I pointed out. I said, "Well, tell me what that is over there." <laughs> we both looked, and we were sitting seriously watching about five, ten minutes, not longer. A little ball of light. I said, "Little, but I mean, far away it was a little, moving up yeah. and down. I mean, it went down and back up. Like, you know, it wasn't an airplane. You could tell tell that. Yeah. But it was something neat." Then we Man. walked back under the shelter and waited for a little bit to come back out. And we, it was gone by then. Yeah. Well, that was pretty yeah. neat. That is neat, man. You got all kinds of stuff going on down there. Yeah. Uh, was that your first time seeing a UFO? You're out there in flatter country. You probably get a good sky view. Um, well, actually, I live in kind of like the city. It's kind of hard for me to see anything, but, um, I tell you one one other time I thought I saw something. I was uh, on my way up to Greenville one day, and uh, with with a friend of mine, 
And um, we was on Highway 29 to go to 85. And mm -hmm. to get on 85, you had to go up under a bridge. And this was like broad daylight. And we was driving and something hit me in the eye, like the reflection. Yeah. I looked up, I saw like a, a cylinder looking shape. And sitting in the sky, I smacked the person beside me. I think I left the bridge. I got so excited. I'm like, look at there. <laughs> and, and they saw, I mean, our eyes, you know, wide open. My mouth done hit, you know, done drop. Their mouth dropped. By the time I went under the bridge to come back to get on 85, the thing was gone. Man. And that's the only other time I seen anything like that. Was that daytime or nighttime? No, that was daytime. I thought and so. I was when, like, if you could see it like that, that's man. Yeah. I wish I could see that. I, uh, I, yeah, have, it, I have one good UFO experience, yeah. and it, it was probably enough to make anybody a believer. But I didn't get to see, you know, the shape of the craft, and it wasn't in the daytime. You know, I want, I want to see something touch down on a football field somewhere on the fifty-yard line. You know what I mean? I want to see this stuff, man. Oh yeah, I mean those. I mean like. Those, those are the only two like UFO encounters I, I've had, ever had, you know. I mean, and it was just pure chance. I, one of them, I was out there with Tommy, and we was just looking at the sky, you know, just showing show me the constellations and stuff. And that little ball started dancing around. I'm like, whoa, man. So that's oh, something that's there. And then that, that second wild. one, like I said, I'll, it, something, and you know, like a glare, like hit me in the eyes, you know, like, off a shiny object, I looked up and there was something up there. I'm like, holy man. And that was wild. See, you guys go out there just to shoot the breeze and you're seeing ghosts and UFOs. Imagine when yeah. you're actually imagine when you're actually out there trying and you got the equipment and you're ready. It's hard to tell what you guys yeah. are gonna wind up catching, man. You know, yeah, on top I of looking for on top of looking for Bigfoot, I think you're in a primo oh, yeah. spot for all that stuff. I'm hoping. I mean, like I said, we're we're only like Brown Mountain from my house is probably maybe an hour and a half. Yeah. Tops. But you know, we're we're still in that area where it could be a real good day trip or a, you know, even an overnight trip, really. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm kinda excited, kinda wanting to get on out there, you know. Yeah. Right, now if you go out there to Brown Mountain do you would you stay the night over there you know i think i would i think i really would i mean just uh not really to see if i could see bigfoot or anything but but see those lights again uh, i would yeah. god like to see those again i mean that was pretty pretty wild yeah yeah that's a real mystery too that's man that blows yeah. my mind now you got to forgive me. I want you to, if you don't mind, talk about it again. That uh, what you uh, that that Bigfoot up there, where you, where you you were getting like stalked, you know, but or maybe I shouldn't say stalked. That sounds scary. You were getting no. Nah, I think that's what it was. <laughs> you were getting yeah. followed. We'll, we'll say that, or you were getting yeah. followed. And before it come around to your headlights, did could you see it get up on two legs? And no, I didn't like I said, I didn't see nothing. I mean, it, it when it was following us, it, it was walking on two legs. I mean, it wasn't yeah. a deer or a bear or anything like that. I mean, this thing was keeping stride or pace, you know, when it was walking, yeah, it was walking upright. And, um, I don't know how close it got to us. I mean, it got close enough, I could smell that smell that. That scent, you know. Yeah. But, but I mean, but by the time we got my truck, you know, like I say, it went like almost up and around my truck. But once I hit the lights, I didn't see, I couldn't see nothing. Man, see, that drives me wild. Like, how do they disappear like that? You know, I don't, know. I don't get it. And, or you'll, you'll see pictures on, you know, on the internet of, of, what well, has to be tracks, you know, there's no other explanation yeah. for it. And then they just stop in the middle of a field. Like what the hell's going on, man? 
<laughs> you know? Yeah, where, I know. Where, where'd that go? I know. I, know. I mean, I, that's one thing I hadn't really seen yet as a track, other than up there in Uwari, where I saw what, like a, like you know, a hand hand imprint when somebody yeah. like somebody was squatting. That's the only track I ever saw. I mean, I didn't see, which surprised me because I stood there for a minute to, to shine my flashlight, see if I saw any foot tracks. But it was just like a couple of hand, you know, like knuckle prints in, in, the, in the ground. Man. And I'm like, that, that's weird. I said, there's, I told the person I was with, I'm like, these are like knuckle prints, but I don't see no like feet prints or anything. Yeah. So now that was, that was pretty strange. That would trip me out. Yeah. Oh man. And I well, don't. Yeah, huh? Uh, I was gonna say, yeah, definitely yeah. holler at me, man. When you go, you guys go up there. Oh, we will. Oh, we, we will. Cause yeah, I mean, last time I think we're all excited to do it to go up there to finally have some you know people we can trust, you know. Yeah. And I know Tommy's been doing it for for a while. Yeah. I think he got out of it for a little bit until me and Josh kind of stirred the pot a little bit more, you know, I get to get him back into it a little bit. Yeah. And so he, um, he, he's excited too. Yeah, man, it, it is exciting. You know, and that's kind of what these guys did with me. You know, I told them that I used to be really into ghost hunting and stuff when I was stationed down in Louisiana. And I came home and I did a little bit around here, you know, and uh, I had them on the show and they're talking about, you know, a possible Bigfoot encounter or, or something, maybe 15 minutes from my house. And they're like, man, you, you need to go out with us. And I was like, yeah, man, that sounds good. And then I had, you know, I got some complications with my shoulder and stuff. I'm doing physical therapy for it. And I yeah. just wasn't really able to get out. And then COVID <laughs> hit. You know, all this COVID stuff went nuts up here in West Virginia. Uh, oh, we were yeah. late to the game, but, man, it really broke loose here. We got a lot of elderly people here. So it seemed like everybody was getting infected or scared of being, you know, infected. So now that it's warming back up and everybody's bored with this whole COVID scare, it's been a year, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. I think oh, yeah. I think we're going to go for it, man. And uh, he's they're oh, making T-shirts awesome. up and – yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. So I'll I'll let you yeah. know too. Oh, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah, I think one of the names Tommy was talking about was having your name or your podcast name in it. I don't know if he yeah. talked to you about that or not. Yeah, he ran it by me. I was like, hell yeah, man! I'm all, I'm all for it. Use it. Go with it. That'd be fun. Yeah, that's what we. Uh, I think actually that's what we decided on. Was I can't remember. Remember, um, Tommy, I'll let Tommy go out thinking and talking, you know, about it. But, but I know the bumps in there. I won't say Carolina bump. Nice. Um, I won't say Bigfoot something. I can't really remember. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, well, that's that's an honor. I appreciate that, man. That's cool. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. He's the one who brought it. He's the one who actually thought about it or, you know, thought about the name. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, anything's good with me. Yeah, heck yeah, that's where I'm at. Like the the guys I'm going out with, we're not going to call ourselves Bump. It's you know, it's not, yeah. it's not my baby. You know, it's uh, uh, Southern West Virginia Cryptid Investigations. I think it's what it's called. And I'm just, I just want to be part of something. You know, I'm I'm all about it. You know, as long as they let me share videos of it and talk about it, oh, yeah. I'm all. You know, it'll be fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, Alan, is there anything else you want to talk about, brother, before I hop off here? No, that's pretty much the only encounters I've really had. That well, uh, pretty I thought was kind of neat and interesting. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. I appreciate you coming on and talking to me about it. It'll be a you know, it'll be a few weeks before I get this out. Um well, that's that's cool. I've been blessed to have a few people reach out to me. So I'm, I'm just trying to put everybody in line and, you know, do it as they come in. That way I'm not, you know, being mean or skipping anybody. Oh yeah. Well, keep up the good work, man. I like your podcast. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I get I, discouraged. I, I, sometimes. I listen to, no, 
through man. I listen to it every time you bring get something new out. Awesome. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you, man. Uh, you're welcome, man. Well, Alan, holler at me. Uh, if I come down this August, right, I'll, I'll holler at you, okay? Uh, that's cool. Cool deal. Maybe we'll have a beer or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. All right, man. Well, I'll talk to you later. Uh, you, have, uh, you have a good night. Hey, you too. Uh, we'll see. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right, that's it for this week, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening to the show. If you just have to have more content, you can go to patreon.com slash the bump podcast and subscribe and be a patron. Uh, got more and more content on there every week. So I hope you enjoy that. Uh, to catch up on past episodes, go to the bumppodcast.com, click the episode tab, and it'll take you to any episode you want to listen to. Also, if you want to be on the show, I would love to have you on. Share your story with us. Go to thebumppodcast.com. Click the holler at me button and holler at me. Send me an email, thebumppodcast at gmail.com. And uh, I'll get you on as fast as we can. All right. Again, thanks for listening. I love you guys. Until next time, don't stop believing.